Haunted Travelers Podcast, your weekly dose of theme park news and entertainment. And now, here to talk all things coasters, theme parks, and even more, here are your hosts, Jack Lathrop and Chris Jones. Hey everybody, welcome back to this week's episode of the Twisted Travelers Podcast. As always, my name is Jack and I'm sitting here with Chris. We've moved studios. Well, one of us has. I'm, I'm in Jack's. Uh, we've got the mic set up so I might sound higher quality. Sorry if you hate my voice now. But here we are. Uh, so yeah. yeah, we've got a different slash normal episode uh, because different because we're in the same spot but normal as in all the new people this is what it's usually like when we're not doing trip reports all the time yeah so welcome like Like unique ideas and stuff um so yeah first thing patreon we have we spent today hanging out with one of our patrons and we love him bryant you're the man jersey mike's elite gets those benefits yeah uh so shout out to him for hanging out with us you'll get to hear about all of that next week on another Mm -hmm. trip report show we're not done with them yet, folks. But Y'all the, seem to like them, so... Yeah, but the rest of y'all are Graham, Grant, Jaden, Mark, and Allison. Thank you so much for making this show possible. We appreciate you mm-hmm. so much. Uh, also, Discord. Join the Discord. That's where we get our questions. So, if you're playing Bingo, which we'll talk about in just a second, you can already mark that one off, which that's going to be an easy one. Every single week, shout out to friend and fan of the show, Grant. He made a bingo in the Discord, which we will link below, and he says he wants to play along. Uh, It made both of our days to read it, that we have our own little things now, basically, that go on this bingo. Um, Also, there's a challenge with the bingo right now. Not counting this episode, because it's new. Any past episode, go back. If you get double bingo, you will be sent a gift bag. You have to send us what episode you found all of them in for the double bingo, and Preferably timestamps. If not, we can just deal with it. But I think this is impossible. But if you do somehow get a blackout on a past episode, I will Venmo you fifty dollars. Yeah, we don't think it's possible, but there's a chance. And if one of you does it, you got my money. Yeah. So, and if not Patreon money, that's coming straight out of his wallet. Yes, it's my money. So, uh, so yeah, Patreon, Grant, uh, Discord, Allison's book, Bryant. <laughs> Yeah, all that. So, moving on though to the stuff you all actually really care about, and that is weekly news. So, Gene Staples has continued his buying streak. Let's just start there. The madman uh, is at it again. He didn't buy another theme park or roller coaster. He actually bought a campground right next to Indiana Beach. So, possible expansion or just a possible way to capitalize on his growing Indiana Beach resort. Mm-hmm. Good for him. Yeah, either way, it seems like a win. Because they're landlocked. If he wants to expand onto that, then sick. If not, then he can just renovate it. Because from some people we've talked to, it seems that it's not the greatest place in the world beforehand. But with him buying it, he could just go ahead and renovate it and uh, earn some extra money off of that to use towards his parks. So, yeah, Gene Staples is just on a buying rampage. But good for him. He knows what he's doing. Mm -hmm. Um Okay, also, Intamin Hot Racer in Australia, the one at Luna Park. Yes. Is McDonald's Coaster. Part two, maybe three for single rails, which we'll talk about the other one in a second. But yeah, uh, that's a thing. It's vertical now, and it looks really cool so far. Um, 
Now, obviously, Australia is kind of far away, and it's going to be a while till either of us get to ride it. But I'm already predicting that I'll like this more than the Raptors because, you know, its restraints probably won't suck. Yeah, I mean, you know, if you're playing bingo, mark that one off, too. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's it looks good. The color scheme's kind of got awful, but, you know, can't, you know, uh McDonald's but, is like free sponsorship with single yeah. rails at this point. Honestly, how has Six Flags not gotten Wonder Woman sponsored by McDonald's? I'm just saying. I'm sure there's been Happy Meal toys for Wonder Woman before. They could just do it. Yeah. So, anyway, keeping with the single rails, Stunt Pilot and Jersey Devil have apparently had like a recalled part. Stunt Pilot reopened, but Jersey Devil hasn't from what I've seen. Mm-hmm. Um... Stunt Pilot's down the road from RMC, which is most likely why. Yeah, because, you know, they literally could just drive back and forth and get it fixed without, you know, hopping on a flight. If you've ever looked at trying to get to Silverwood, flights getting there are kind of not easy, so it makes sense One why of us it might knows. take them a while to get to and from New Jersey, especially if they have to fly or truck a part out. Mm-hmm. There, yeah, so there was a recall... Um, a lot of people were going off on RMC for this, even though it's whatever. They literally redesigned the thing basically from the ground up from the original, so it's not surprising that they're having these issues. But that did happen. Jersey Devil's not open, probably because it's in New Jersey and not Idaho. Stunt Pilot is back open, uh, so at least it's most likely fixed. We're just waiting on the other one. Mm-hmm. Um, no big deal, really. Okay. Um, so also, Abyssus has soft open at Energylandia. By the time this episode is out, it will have actually opened the public, and our friend James Larson will have ridden it, probably. James, when you get back from Europe, we want you to come on the podcast. I know Mikhail put that thing on Twitter, but, like, we had already talked about stealing you before we, like, TDR gets to you, so we claim you first. (laughs) Um, yeah, we want your reviews and your European stuff for listens. Thank you. And also, uh, keeping with the testing and opening, Mindbender at Six Legs Over Georgia is alive at long last. But what is going on? But these trains are so stupid. They got the popsicle stick. The trains look exactly like New Revolution at Magic Mountains. But they've got the popsicle stick head restraints. But they're missing 90% of their components. It literally is like bare chassis and a couple of seats riding Mm -hmm. right now. They just kind of threw some wheels on it, connected them, and were like, let's see if it works. Uh, So I'm going to guess that it's it's still a decent bit off from actually opening, considering the train is basically a nothing right now. But at least it's doing something. Maybe it'll be open when Funspot's RMC opens so I can actually ride it next year. Um, but it, it's doing a thing at least, which is the first time in a while it's done a thing. So. Mm-hmm. so, yeah. And then last bit of news for this week. More McDonald's. More McDonald's. Raptor Track was seen leaving RMC and then it showed up at Six Flags Magic Mountain and it's yellow. Who could have seen this coming? I wonder. Yeah. Uh, so probably Wonder Woman theme. A lot of people were thinking Joker. I'm still rooting for it being Flash theme, so TDR will have predicted it. That would be cool, but, I mean... Mark that one off the bingo board too, folks. We'll see. Um, 
I think the easy bet would be Wonder Woman, since we've seen them do that a lot lately with new coasters. Yeah. If it is Flash, that'd be cool, though. They they did the one at Discovery Kingdom and turned it into Flash, so mm-hmm. who knows? It's a possibility. But the rail is yellow. <laughs> I don't... Yeah. I, I've been to Magic Mountain. I don't, I don't think there's a Wonder Woman ride. At least not a coaster. At least not a coaster. I can't remember, though. I think Flash has, like, a kitty flat. Maybe. But, you know, who, who knows? So, but that's going to do it for weekly news. So, if you're a long-time listener, you know this is usually when we would do Ride of the Week. We're going to take probably two weeks off of that while we get the next one worked out. Because the next one's going to be a little bit different from what we've usually done. And also trip reports and stuff. But it's coming back. Don't worry. It's probably... it's one of We our have favorites. a good idea for one. We don't know when we're going to use it, though. Mm-hmm. We... It's it's one of our favorite segments. It's not going anywhere. We're just we're just taking a couple weeks off from mm-hmm. it. So, with that being said, though, y'all, y'all racked came up the questions. With the questions this week. Uh, Plug for the Discord. Join the Discord. That's where we get our questions. But yeah, y'all ran it up. Like seriously, this is the most we've had, I think, and we appreciate it. Yeah, and I guess we just gotta jump into this, and so we'll start with a non-roller coaster related. That's one. right. Favorite sport to play and favorite sport to watch. And this comes from our good buddy, Klaus. I'll let you go first. Okay. Favorite sport to play. I am a bowler, so I love to go bowling. That's my favorite sport to play, easily. Favorite sport to watch... We were having this debate when you originally sent this question, and we were having this discussion, and I think I initially said baseball. I'm going to change that, Don't let it be curling. I'm not going to say curling. (laughs) I might now, just to spite you. I'm going to change that to probably basketball, because it's out of all the sports that I actually enjoy watching, it's the one with the most nonstop action, so... Probably basketball is my favorite to watch. I feel like you're saying that because I made you watch the finals. I mean, or at least some of it. It's not over yet. I could say hockey. Well, yeah, because you watch the Stanley Cup. When UT is actually playing decent basketball, I do enjoy watching basketball. So, all right, for me to play, to play is I got to give basically two different answers. So I've grown up on football, um, and I did have a group that I played a ton of football with and I would play in leagues when I was younger, but I've since moved away from that group. Uh, so I'm basically left to play a sport by myself, <laughs> which that means it's basketball because that's the easiest to play by yourself and I'm pretty decent at it. To watch, yeah. it's easily football. He, easily. He, he wiped the floor with me in basketball all of last week. I, no offense, but it's not too difficult. <laughs> not that good. <laughs> I break a sweat after, you know, like, trying to shoot a three-pointer. Yeah, but it's all good. So, uh, football gets at least a spot in both, for sure, in one of them. And then I I watch all four of the big four in the U.S. Basketball, hockey, and football I follow very closely. Baseball is less, but still follow a decent amount. Baseball, you're more of an October person. Yes. Well, I followed the Rays a lot more than usual this year. But... Those those three dominate for sports for me, but football is the number one spot easily for 
just in general. Also, I just gotta, you know, shout out my Braves. Y'all still got this. Akuma, get well. We miss you. Okay. Rip. Yeah, All right, sucks. question number two from Joey. If you could retheme any one coaster, giving it a full makeover, which one, what theme, and why? Huh. Okay, I've given this answer before, and I'm going to stick by it. Retheming Intimidator 305 to space and making that, like, a research base back in, like, the middle of the Amazon or whatever forest that's supposed, rainforest that's supposed to be. That and then you do redo Foth and get it back up to its glory. I think that'd just be a super good thing. And then you can keep the Foth Outer Limits theme. You don't have to pay for the Intimidator licensing anymore. So renaming the ride Interstellar 305, repainting it black and blue, uh, blue track, black, um, tr- black supports, and then solid like solid white with orange accent trains. Um, and yeah just giving it kind of a makeover and making that like a research base just like area 72 is at king's island that would be my pick i that's a really hard question joey i i don't know if i can think of a specific one not off the top of my head or at least it wouldn't take the next five minutes and i don't want to bore you guys so i'm just gonna like kind of go off a little bit but say if you could take six flags and just retheme the batmans and supermans to be somewhat unique that'd be fantastic i mean i get the licensing and it brings in money but it gets old putting batman the ride down on your credit count over and over and mm, over again that's true which you know it, i understand why they do it but i still think it'd be cool if we had more uniquely themed coasters in the six flags chain but I can't think of, like, a specific one that I would want to change. I'm trying to think of one with, like, a really stupid theme that I just can't come up with. There's not, like, really... There aren't many coasters. Copperhead Strikes is confusing, but, like... You also haven't been there. I yet. know, and it looks cool, and I'll be there tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> As I grin, I like, you haven't been there yet. Grin, so, yeah. Okay. Next question: What would you enjoy more, a park that's very top heavy? I think this is targeted at someone. Or a park that's very well rounded. So, like a top heavy park example given was King's Dominion, and then a well rounded park would be something more like King's Island. And why? This is from Grant. Okay, so I've talked about this on this podcast quite a bit, and for those two specific examples, I still take King's Dominion over King's Island. I love Twisted Timbers and Intimidator so, so much. And while King's Island has a top five that is amazing, if you told me that I could ride those five all day or the other two all day, I'd probably pick King's Dominions. And King's Dominion does not have a weak supporting cast by any means either. Dominator is good. Flight of Fear is good. Racer 75 is good. I'm not a personal fan of it. I need to rewrite it, but a lot of people think Grizzly is good. It is, like, decently rounded, but it definitely has a much stronger top two than the other. So I would take KD over King's Island. But in general, I think I'd pick a more well-rounded park over very top-heavy. Because if you ask me, like... I have Carowinds lower than King's Dominion and King's Island. Mm-hmm. Which... Because it's basically Fury. Intimidator and Afterburn are good. Again, you'll ride Copperhead But tomorrow, it's, like, so low, and then everything else is pretty bad. Yeah, I think well-rounded parks... It just depends on the park. Yeah, because, like, King's Dominion definitely has, like, the two better coasters, like, compared to everything at King's Island. 
but I would still take Kings Island because one, their top five, while might not be as good as Kings Dominion's top two, is amazing. And then I think their supporting cast, especially their rides that have like direct relations at Kings Dominion. So I like Kings Island's Foff better. I like Racers better than Racer Seventy Five. I disagree. And then with that one, you have Vertigo. Boo. Rattle the ride. That is in the top five, you idiot. Uh, maybe. You gotta switch it to a top four then. Mm, we'll see. Anyway, I like, and then Kings Island also has gotten some nostalgia for me, so I'd usually take that. But in general, just a more well-rounded park makes your day more enjoyable. Because while it is fun to marathon stuff, as we'll talk about later next week, it's a lot more entertaining when you've got a full collection. So yeah, uh, for me... It just, it depends on the park. Because, like, that, that specific example, Kings Dominion over Kings Island. But some top-heavy parks I would put under both of them. Yeah. It just depends. Okay. Next up, this is from our good friend Marcus, over from the Drunk Riders. If you could redo any ride... Can I get that, in Hoya? If you could redo any ride that you love, which one and why? This is targeted at Jack, I feel like. Someone get me a time machine. We're going back to 2016 Lightning Rod. Thank you, next. Oh, well, it's my turn, I thought. Uh... Well, you're next. Yeah, but I don't know. <laughs> um, uh, move time traveler to Florida. That, yeah, well, but then uh, you wouldn't have the terrain. Okay, you can move the mountains with it. If I can move Skyrush to Florida, uh, that'd be pretty cool. Um, uh, give the Raptors. What is restraints? What is one? Yes, yes. There, that's probably it. Give, yeah. If you could redo the Raptors. And if I could pick one specifically, probably Jersey Devil, because yes. I like the layout more. Mm-hmm. Um, I would just completely redo the restraints if possible, I think. That would be my answer. Is there anything else that would be a decent one? Uh, give Maverick <laughs> the new gen restraints. I don't want to die. But that would be amazing. That's like, could, then put I-305 with the new gen restraints. <laughs> Imagine going through those turns with that restraint. Um, if you could take Cheetah Hunt and make it more like Maverick, that's probably my most serious answer. Because, like, you know, it's a family coaster. But I want Maverick. So, I think that would be mine. Yeah. Okay. Next up, from Mikhail. If you had to pick what is one characteristic any coaster has to have to be elite. We were talking about this on the Discord the other day, and I think we might have the same answer. At least to be a 10. It needs to have a standout moment. Yep. I need to get off and be like, that element is one of the best ever. Exactly. Um, Like, coasters that don't do that, they're good. And there are some coasters I have rated pretty high that, like, are just good overall. Are good overall, but don't have like that super standout moment. And there is a point where like, okay, it doesn't need to have like a standout moment. It's just like I mean, so I don't much. think Voyage has one specific moment that yeah. you point to, but, but it's, it's like so much that it's amazing. Unless you consider the whole spaghetti bowl as one. Well, and that might very well be the case. Mm-hmm. But then like looking at a ride for me, like X 2s Raven Turn or the drop on that are like standout moments. Mm-hmm. For you, time travelers drop, standout moment. Other than that, like, those are definitely, but I also enjoy a very well-rounded ride. Um, 
just how it is. Yeah, there, there's one that we're going to talk about next week yes. uh, that changed a little bit for us. But, yeah, Time Traveler's Drop, Lightning Rod's Quad Down, um, Sky Rush's Drop. Also, Fury is one of the few rides that doesn't have a true standout, but is just so good that yeah, it's sorry, top five. Um, but yeah, like if you're going to be a 10 out of 10 on my list, and I consider a good majority of the nines that I've ridden elite, if you want to be a 10 out of 10, though, you need that standout moment. There's one ride that I consider a 10 out of 10 that I didn't think had one that changed, which we'll, we'll we, talk about next about, week. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll leave that one there. Okay. Mm-hmm. International bucket list experience outside of a theme park. We've talked about this before. Off. Off air, yes. My Okay. Well, mine is for multiple reasons. So I want to see the Great Wall of China. And the reason why is not only is it massive and cool in general, but getting to China is such a feat in my eyes that I don't know if I'm actually going to be able to ever do. And if I do and I get to see the Great Wall, that will be like symbolism for me that i made it and i will be very happy yeah we definitely the great wall is one it's up there for me it's not my top like international bucket list um for me i have like two or three that are pretty tied one of them is hiking and climbing mount fuji in japan another is um going to Banff national park in canada and the third one is going to the Outback in Australia. So those are like my three things. None of them are like above the other. They're just the top three for me. Well, I think I know what we're going to be doing in Japan when we go. Yeah. Other than coasters. It's actually not a hard hike. I'm just going to say that now. <laughs> I'll get a Fuji Q that day. You enjoy. I will ride there's, Ejinaiko. There's, a, there's some... What is it on the top? There's like a stand on the top of it. There's Ejinaiko at the bottom of it. Yeah, that's true. So yeah, uh, that was from Brian. If we didn't say, I forget. We say his name enough. Bingo. Yeah, he must not be <laughs> um, okay, this one kind of relates to today specifically, and how, we're, I think we're going to save... Yeah, how is Lightning Rod running this season? That's a great question. Listen to next week's episode to find out. But uh, to tease, mixed opinions. It's different. From ride to ride. Yes. So okay. listen to next week's episode to find out. Last question, which is going to kind of segue into our next mini-segment. Most anticipated park you will be visiting this summer. This comes from Klaus, and he said in Discord, this is more directly pointed at me, which, Although ladies I'm and gentlemen... Piggybacking yes. too, but... Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for a trip announcement. Klaus, thank you for keeping your lips sealed. It's been a while since I told you, because it affects you, and I just honestly kept forgetting that I needed to announce this. Well, and we've also been really busy with other stuff, so... That's right. So we've been like going insane all year with trips. I don't know how we ended up doing all this, and especially this next one I'm going on, which the day this is released, I think I'll be nine days away mm-hmm. from going on my trip. And just say it. Just say it. Why? Why Why can't I build it up? Why can't I tease it, Jack? Maybe I just won't say it. Hmm? Then I'll say it for you. No. Ladies and gentlemen, I am going to California. Uh, now that they have reopened everything, I'm good and clear to go. So I will be doing two days at Six Flags Magic Mountain, one day at Knott's Berry Farm, and one day each at the Disneyland parks. The only reason Klaus knew this is because he's from California and I want to meet up with him. If any of you guys are there and want to meet up, sure, hit me up. But yeah, I'm doing that and I'm going to hit 300, hopefully on X2. But everything at Magic Mountain keeps breaking, which is kind of concerning. 
we'll, we'll see. Yeah, I opted out of this trip. I was given the option to go, and while it does sound enticing, flights were ridiculously expensive for me, and I only would get two credits out of it. So instead, I will be going to Silverwood. For what and when, I cannot say yet. If you've paid attention to my Instagram, you might have a clue. You can probably figure it out. But I am very excited. There's a ton of fun stuff planned for that trip. Very excited. So that is that. I will, once I have get, been given permission to talk about when it is happening. And what is and happening. And what is happening, I will spill all of the beans. Until then, all I can say is Silverwood. Okay. So. so, we actually got through this in good time. We did. It's, yeah. I mean, when you take out the, uh, what we got interrupted by my dad, and then I've had to make a couple of cuts. So, editing life. Woo! But with that being said, we were sitting around up in Michigan right after we recorded last week, and we were like, well, we need to come up with some ideas for some episodes. We can't just do trip and reports we all yeah, year. We can't just do trip reports all year. We, gotta do we can try, else. but we can't. And so we came up with a great idea, and Taylor... He gave us permission. He, I did. T- I was texting with him earlier. I was like, yo, what do you think of this idea? You've, you've seen the title. You know what we're about to do. We're bringing Park Battles back, but we're doing it our way. That's right. We put his name in the title for clickbait. Uh, yeah, so since Taylor won't do it, we're Here's doing Park, Park Battles. Battles. Why not? So we've got four matchups for you tonight. We're doing Silver Dollar City versus Dollywood. By the way, we're going in completely blind and haven't discussed these beforehand. Yep. Let's see how this goes. Kings Island versus Cedar Point. Bush Gardens Tampa versus Bush Gardens Williamsburg. And Six Flags, uh, Six Flags Great Adventure versus Six Flags. Did we say the top? Fiesta one? Texas. What? Did you say Silver Dollar City in Dollywood? I did. You did? I did. You did. I did. If he didn't, and I'm right, it's Silver Dollar City versus Dollywood. Also, <laughs> I definitely. Said so yeah, we got just... four matchups. Yeah. So. Any particular one we want to start with. Sir Potato 32 just joined the Twisted Travelers Discord server. Thank you, Sir Potato 32 You get a special <laughs> shout-out uh, live on this episode. Yes. Join the Discord, by the way. I'm going to put a limit on how many times you're allowed to say that in episode. Are you mad about plugging? We do do it a lot. Why would you be mad about plugging? Mm-hmm. It only helps us. True. Anyway, okay. Any particular park battle you'd like to start with? I think we save... Silver Dollar City and Dollywood for the end. That one, I don't know if we'll reach a conclusion on. <laughs> what? Well, yeah, because you're biased. Let's just... Sir Potato 32 says he just joined. Thank you, Sir <laughs> Thank you for the recognition. You should... We're going to reply to you right now on... Welcome. Um, All right. <laughs> Let's do it. Okay, so we'll start with... You uh, pick. Bush Gardens Tampa versus Bush Gardens Williamsburg. Hmm. Who wants to go first? I will start... So, we'll kind of go coaster by coaster, comparing. Um, I haven't even ridden Alpine, and I can already say I think I'm going to like Alpine more. So, I'm going to give BG Dubs the point there. And then the rest of the points are going to Bush Gardens Tampa. <laughs> well, Verbolton is over Cheetah Hunt. Uh, yeah, okay. So, BGW gets two points. The rest of the points go to Bush Gardens Tampa, because Kumba, Shikra, um... Uh, I think Scorpion's like slightly more. It's 
probably a better overall ride than Ness. I don't know. Hold on. Not, wow. No, oh. no, no, I'm taking that back. That's not right. Oh. That was about a hot take. No, what? I'm going crazy. No, Nessie. Scorpion's good, but Nessie is, like, special in its own little way. And that... Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Okay, so, for Bolton, Nessie... Nessie gets its own point, because there's nothing to compare it to. Really. Yeah. Tigris okay. and Tempesto are a negative each. Mm-hmm. So, comparing the coasters, because they have similar coasters, but they don't have all of the same coasters, is kind of difficult. I think I prefer Busch Gardens Tampa's lineup more, because you've got Kumba, and Montu is a strong invert. You've also got Shikra. When Iron Gwazi opens, there will be no need denying that that will be an amazing coaster. Um, I want to fight Scott Ross. Bingo time. Check it off. Yep. Uh, and then also you have a great supporting cast with Cobra's Court Curse, um, Scorpion, Sand Serpent. Um, <laughs> what am I forgetting? What, at Tampa? Did you say Sheeta Hunt? I did not say Sheeta Hunt. And the really like, solid launch. And then Tigress, but don't. Yeah, so I think I'd give BGT the lead there. I th- hmm. What about you? Okay, I think it's a little bit closer than you think because I think for you, you probably prefer Invader over Cobra's Curse. Mm. That Actually, it's close. I prefer Cobra's Curse. I'd take Cobra's Curse. Huh? I was expecting Invader it to be the opposite. Didn't do that. Like I was expecting it to be a little bit more intense, and it was kind of underwhelming. It's yeah. It's a whatever ride, but like I, uh, just. And that was just talking to like pe- other people who'd ridden it and like hearing reviews of it. It's like, oh, it's a fun GCI. I'm like, okay, I mean, I'm not expecting Mystic Timbers or like Thunderhead, but I wasn't expecting to just sit on basically a monorail for a minute, and that's kind mm-hmm. of what that ride was. I th- here's what I think. I think that Williamsburg has Nessie, which gives it a little bit of a bonus point. Verbolton is better than Cheetah Hunt. Those are the only two direct matchups that win for me. As far as between the two parks, the two best coasters, if you were to combine them, are both at Busch Gardens Tampa, in my opinion, and that's Montu and Kumba. So that, I mean, that should basically tell you what you need to know. It Tampa's coaster lineup is overall better. Like, Apollo's solid. Alpengeist is solid. Griffin is solid. Verbolton is my favorite ride there. Same. But Tampa's is just better. The, their top two is just better. Better than anything Williamsburg has. And then also comparing flat rides, Falcon's Fury is gonna Mock Tower sucks. Anything at BG, uh, w. BGW does have a scream and swing, although we're getting one. That's changing. I will say though, overall, I like Williamsburg's atmosphere and beauty is better. Is better, but it's not far off. They know they're not far off. They're both bush parks. They're both held to like the same quality, but I think I like. Well, they were. Also, as a like European history nerd, like the European countries are a nice touch, especially like walking through Bavaria as someone who's been to actual Bavaria. It's like they got pretty mm-hmm. darn close. Yeah. Like, not gonna lie. I mean, it, you, when you go to Germany, it's not all like old, cute buildings like that. But the buildings that are old and cute, they got really close mm. with what they look like. Yeah, I just, I think I just prefer the European theming. And also, it's landscaping because it's built with a river and a lot of hills uh, over Tampa's because Tampa's flat. S- but it's still pretty close. Tampa, for having an African theme, is fantastic. Um, 
And one thing that Busch Gardens Tampa gets a huge step up in, if you care about this sort of thing, is its animals. Busch Gardens Tampa has a whole Serengeti. Williamsburg has like a couple wolves. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the animal, and that was one thing I noticed is when we were at BGT back in 2019. Like Half the like, park is taken up. I was gonna say, it feels like everywhere I looked, I saw some animal exhibit and they were there. When we were at BGW, well, I mean, I'm not, and I'm not seeking the animals out, but you just didn't see them as much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Although, for me, I think did we tell the story? My dad about like the ladies carrying the owl on her arm through the park, and my dad about knock the owl off of her. Oh no! Was that at Williamsburg? Mm-hmm. Oh. He was like, he turned around to talk to me, and he turned around, and the owl and the lady are like right there in front of him. Like, well, I'm glad the owl is okay. I'm glad my, I'm, I'm pretty sure the owl would have done more damage to my dad if my dad had knocked it over. Yeesh. But yeah, so overall, Tampa gets the edge. Just, it, it's very it's, close. They're very similar, but Tampa gets the edge for me. I'd give Tampa the edge, especially once Quasi is open. And Pantheon will be good, but I don't think it's going to be as good as Quasi. And also, your coaster collection is already it's stronger, already and you've got a better flat ride. And also, I just... It, they're very close. Like, if I were ranking these parks, they would probably be right next to each other. They are. <laughs> I will say, and this is no, like... I guess this is kind of a knock, but it's also not. They're not quite up to the levels I was hoping for both of them to be. Yeah, because they've gone a little bit downhill with all the management changes. And they, Tampa was the best park in Florida, in my opinion. But Islands has run it over easily now. Mm-hmm. If Tampa can get back to where it was, Islands, it'll be golden. Islands is like that an 18-wheeler that drove over Tampa, Ford, and then in reverse. And then now they're going back over it in Ford again. Um, Haggard was the forward, and then Velocicoaster was the second time round. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, free churros, because... Heck yeah. Okay, so I think we're going to give the win to Tampa on Mm -hmm. that one. Next battle, I think we go Great Adventure versus Fiesta Texas. I already have a clear winner for this one. Oh gosh, we're going to be different. Probably. Probably. Which one are you going with? Well, let's discuss first. Let's discuss. Okay, so, I'll go first this time. Fiesta has Rattler, which is... As of now, my second favorite coaster in the Six Flags chain. The first is at the other park, which we'll talk about in a second. But Rattler is fantastic. Superman is one of the best floorless there is. A lot of people will have this higher than me because they think it has this elite top two of Iron Rattler and Wonder Woman. But I don't think Wonder Woman is elite. Superman's mine too there too. Well, yeah, I know. But you still like Wonder Woman more than me. And Superman, Superman is solid. But... If you're trying to do a one-two punch, I don't think a floorless is the best way to go. Mm-hmm. Um, they've got Poltergeist, which is solid, but then and they also have a good mind train. So they have a complete lineup, but it's not a huge lineup. The atmosphere is fantastic, though. It is probably the best Sydney Six Flags park I've been to. But on the other side, you have Great Adventure, which is El Toro, the best coaster in the Six Flags chain that I've done so far. You also have Bizarro, which is very close to Superman on my turn. Like I'm in my opinion, as far as quality flawlesses, Nitro is very good. Even though I'm not a huge fan of the Raptors, like we've said so many times, Jersey Devil is better than Wonder Woman. And then I really do like King Ka. Also, there's Zoom and Jaro, 
They've got some decent filler with Skull Mountain. I didn't get to do their Batman, but whatever. Superman uh, is pretty good. So, Great Adventures Atmosphere is the big thing against Fiesta Texas. Great Adventures Atmosphere is definitely not as good as Fiesta's, but Great Adventures Atmosphere was not bad. Like, I've heard a lot of people say. I thought that it was very close to Over Texas, Over Georgia Atmosphere, which I love both of those parks to death. It wasn't bad at all. So, for me, I go Great Adventure. Even though Fiesta Texas has the better atmosphere, Great Adventure's atmosphere isn't bad, and it has a way better coaster collection in my eyes. So, okay, and I'm on the opposite end. So, coaster collection-wise, so Rattler's, like, my third favorite ride in the Six Flags chain, I think. Superman's a great ride. Wonder Woman's great. Poltergeist is great. Their Goliath is pretty decent, and they've got a great mine train. And that's a and it's a very well rounded collection. Is it the biggest collection? No, but is it well rounded? Definitely. Um, and then you go to Great Adventure, which they've got Toro, great. King of Cause, good. Jersey Devil's good. Bizarro and Nitro are good. The problem is after that, the rest of it is either clones or trash. Um, I mean, two of Fiesta Texas is filler or clones as well because you've got Poltergeist. But the, those are, see, they're like... And Goliath. And then you also have a Boomerang and a Pandemonium clone. Which I enjoy all of those clones more than some of the stuff Great Adventure has. Like Green Lantern, there's no way you can't say that ride's not complete garbage. Um, right. And that's the only garbage ride between the two parks, But then you also have like well, a bunch of tiny kitty coasters at Great Adventure. And while they... You do? They've got Harley Quinn. That's one. Um, and... Skull Mountain, which is, I mean, it's not tiny, but it's not large. And then they'll have Little Devil, which is a truly tiny kitty coaster. And you've got an indoor Wild Mouse, which it's okay. But the thing is, Great Adventure, while they might have Toro and Jersey Devil, which are great, when you start comparing the atmosphere, Fiesta Texas smashes every Six Flags Park out of the water. And they've got the quarry wall and the terrain interaction is just a beautiful park and those for me sell fiesta texas over great adventure with if toro is great and i would go back to great adventure to ride toro i'm if not it was gonna open. lie um but if you gave me the choice of like going to great adventure and we're assuming toro would be open like if you said you could go to great adventure tomorrow or you go to Fiesta Texas, I'd pick Fiesta. Because I, I mean, right finish. now, I probably would too, since no, I last I'm, went to Great Adventure. Well, but I'm also just saying, like, it wouldn't even matter. Like, if I hadn't been to either of them, or I'd been to both of them, like, recently, I'd pick Fiesta. Just mm. because the atmosphere is better. So I'm giving my win to Fiesta on this one. I can see the argument on both sides, but I still don't think Great Adventure's filler is trash. It's I mean, not- look, both... Okay, Fiesta Texas has... Of its good filler, which we're basically considering Poltergeist, Goliath, Mine Train. Mine Train, sure. The Mine Train is the only non-clone, and it's very good. Goliath is a mid-tier Batman clone. They have a Boomerang, which is garbage. So that equals out Green Lantern, basically, as far as coaster collection. I like the Pandemonium Spinners, too, but Skull Mountain is about on the same tier as that. Same thing with the indoor wild mouse. Um, what was the other one? Poltergeist. Poltergeist, and Poltergeist is cool, but like, 
It's like equal with Superman for filler for me. See, and that, the thing is, like, Poltergeist, I love the Premier Spaghetti Bowl coasters. Those are some of my favorite models. And, like, while they might be clones, they're still Yeah, they're good clones. Just clones. like Superman's a good clone. And then, I mean, Great Adventure. I didn't get to ride it, but Batmans are always a good clone. Uh, I, I know it's probably one of the lower tiers. It was, it was, but it it's okay. still solid. So, I can see the argument on both sides, but Great Adventures Coaster Collection is just too much with too much elite at the top for mm-hmm. me to take Fiesta Texas. So, we'll, we'll have to dis- agree to disagree on that one, but I think that one... No, works. screw you. Fight now. We're going to fight right here in front of the microphone. And we can fight gonna, like, tomorrow and Brian can punch watch. Punch Chris. Boom. 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 Alright, Kings Island versus yet? No. Kings Island versus Cedar Point. Let's do it. So we did these parks back to back like two days ago. One of them for three hours. One of them for three hours. One of them for thirteen. And one of them for thirteen. <laughs> but you know, still still point stands. Uh clear liner in my mind. Would you agree? Yeah. I mean, people make this out to be a lot closer than I think it is. But I it's think not. we can both agree. Yeah. Kings Island, we were just talking about. It's got a great well-rounded lineup, but like it's Cedar, Cedar Point, Point does too. <laughs> and when you look at the well-rounded lineup, there's the Kings Island lineup, which consists of Diamondback, Onion. Mystic, Orion, Banshee, Beast. Beast. And then you look at the top five at Cedar Point, which are Millie, Dragster, Maverick, Maverick Steel Vengeance, and Raptor. Raptor, and they just blow everything out of the water. Yeah. And so uh, just on coasters alone, Cedar Point wins. And then you give throwing Cedar Point's atmosphere, being on the peninsula, being at Cedar Point, which is like the roller coaster capital of the world, and it just floors almost. Mm-hmm. There's very few parks that I've been to that beat Cedar Point, in my opinion, and it's only because of like what I like in a theme park. I mean, there's one for me. So like we just said, the top fives, Kings Islands is well-rounded, but it does not have a 10 out of 10 in it. Cedar Point arguably has three. Maybe more, depending on what you like. In my opinion, it only has one, but two of them are nines. <laughs> so I give uh, one, two. You give three of them. Probably three of them, yeah. 10 out of 10. So, so there's Steel Vengeance, which... Obvious. Obvious. Maverick is borderline top 10. Maverick Same thing with one. Millennium yeah. Force. And if you think Millennium Force is forced, let's go right in the back row and tell me otherwise, mm-hmm. man. This, uh, spoiler for next week, but this person freaking grayed out for a solid <laughs> 10 seconds on Millennium Force. We'll talk about that next week. But yeah, uh, Dragster is 17 seconds of awesome. Raptor is good Raptor. invert. And the rest of your collection... Gatekeeper's solid. Yeah, the rest, and then the rest of your Magnum. collection is just, like, super good supporting. Mm-hmm. And quite frankly, minus maybe, like, Ruguro and Valraven, still, like, most of those so it's like would be equal. the best of what they are, if not a top tier of what they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Coaster Collection, Cedar Point definitely wins. Their filler is probably... Somewhat equally ranked, but mm-hmm. then when you consider how much more non-filler Cedar Point has, because they have like seven or eight coasters that are like premier, uh, it yeah that gives it an edge. And as far as atmosphere, if it wasn't on a peninsula, they'd probably be pretty equal. But the yeah, fact that it's on Lake Erie gives it the head. Cedar Point definitely wins. Epicness vibe to Cedar Point that puts it over the top. 
So we'll talk about yeah that day. <laughs> so okay, bringing us to our last debate, which is gonna be a hard. Let's see one. how biased Jack is because I am definitely biased towards one of these parks. It's Silver Dollar City versus Dollywood, the two Hershen parks, both of some of our favorite parks out there. Um, see, so if you, you, some of you have read, I had like a blog post out and I've posted it before. I don't rank a Dollywood among my parks because it's my home park and I have a special love for it. And quite frankly, the best park to compare it to is Silver Dollar City because they are sister parks and they are run very similarly. So I'll let you debate and then I'll give my overall thoughts. Okay. We'll start with Dollywood. So Dollywood obviously has Lightning Rod, which is known as one of the premier attractions of the entire United States. It's changed a little bit. And I mean, I'll just go ahead and say it. It's not as good as it was, but it's still an elite coaster. Um, So obviously that's your headliner. And then Thunderhead and Eagle are both very good for... Uh, second and third coasters for it. You know, people can say what they want about Eagle, but it's great. And then Thunderhead is a mid-tier GCI in my eyes, which, and if you're a mid-tier GCI, you're good. Tennessee Tornado is my favorite era looper, so that's solid. And then they've got Mystery Mine, which is meh. And then they've got some good family coasters. So overall, it's well-rounded. Not the biggest lineup, but it's super well-rounded. Atmosphere is amazing. My first time at Dollywood, it was the best atmosphere I've experienced in a park. But since going to one other park, it, it doesn't feel the same anymore. And that other park is Silver Dollar City. I didn't think it was possible to take atmosphere like Dollywood has and take it up a completely new level, and that's what Silver Dollar City did. Dollywood, when you go for your first time, if you haven't been to Silver Dollar City yet, will feel very woodsy. You'll appreciate the landscaping and the trees, the shade, uh, the terrain interaction, and then you'll go to Silver Dollar City and you'll realize, wow, that wasn't that many trees compared to this place. This place isn't as much of a mountain backdrop as it is you are just surrounded by the landscaping constantly. And you cannot see the sky at certain points because you've just got trees everywhere, above you, all over. And as far as ride collection... It's close, but I still think Silver Dollar City's coaster collection is better than Dollywood's, and here's why. Time Traveler, as you know, is my favorite roller coaster, but even being unbiased, a lot of people will say that Time Traveler is a 9 out of 10 or 8 out of 10, and they consider Silver Dollar City to have a true top 2, because they also have Outlaw Run. Dollywood has a top 1. This has a top 2. And see, this is where we'll start to disagree, because I have love affairs. Do not say that Thunderhead Thunderhead is a top 2. Because it is. And this is where you see how much the bias comes in. But I'll finish. Again, would you, would you not be biased towards your home parks? I'm not at all. Bush Gardens Tampa well, isn't okay. in my top ten, let's, and Islands wasn't in my top ten until Velocicoaster got added. I'm gonna be like, let's be honest. Your home parks aren't quite up to the scratch that these two are. Islands is now. It's it took a little there. bit, it's but one, once it hit that point, it, I put it there. Yeah. But I didn't beforehand. But, so when you look at it, so here's the thing with Dollywood and Silver Dollar City, because they are very similar parks. Silver Dollar City is essentially an entire park of Craftsman Valley, which is the best section of Dollywood, so it's got that going for it. But when I look... ones already. When I look at it, Dollywood's got Lightning Rod, which is still my favorite roller coaster, while 
Lightning Rod is it's their top. I love Thunderhead and I love Eagle, and those are my two and three at the park. And then you, I look at Silver Dollar City, and you've got Time Traveling All Around, which are great. Wildfire. That's very it's, good. It's good. I'd take Eagle over Wildfire, though. Yeah. And then I start looking at everything else. And here's a hot take. I like Blazing Fury more than Fire in the Hole. Um, uh, nobody really cares. People, <laughs> that should not be. People get up in arms about that though, because I've said. I mean, people things. who are Dollywood and Silver are City home parkers. Anybody outside of that don't. Yeah, no one really else care. Care. They're very I, similar. I don't understand what the heck was happening on Fire in the Hole. I don't I understand. The, I know the Fury, Blazing yeah. Fury storyline by heart. Um, Tornado is a masterclass from Arrow. It's just perfect, like Arrow goodness. And then, like, looking at, like, family coasters, while Powder Keg's got that, like, crazy launch and is fun, Fire Chasers is the better family coaster. Powder Keg's not meant to be a bunch of a family coaster no. as Fire Chasers. And then, Thunderation, y'all do have that, like, Silver Dollar City does have Thunderation over us, but we also have Wildwood and we have Dragonflyer, which is quite frankly, one of the best kids areas there is. It, the trees need to grow in. Once the trees are grown in, it'll be phenomenal. So, ride lake, like collections, they're pretty darn even, in my opinion. Um, I mean, they're close, but... But... I, like, they're really tied up for me, and it just comes down to, like, it's hard, like, the Silver Dollar City, excluding Dollywood, is my favorite part but I don't rank Dollywood, so... And I don't know... It's a special place to me. It's where I've spent most of the last couple of years on weekends. And so Dollywood's got that special place in my heart. So like when it comes to this debate, it's like... For me, it will be Dollywood because it's home. But when you look at like the parks, the argument for Silver Dollar City is very valid, and I see it. I'm not going to say <laughs> it's not a top park. What? <laughs> You literally are... Okay, so here's what Jack's saying. Silver Dollar City is better, but I'm not going to admit it. Yeah, basically. There you go. So Silver Dollar City wins. All right, I'll actually finish what I was saying now. Uh, Yeah, I'd take Eagle over Wildfire, so that their third is better. But I'd take Powder Keg over Wildfire itself. Powder Keg is better than Tornado. Hmm. Powder Keg's better than Tornado. Mm. In the front, it is. Uh, Thunderations, the best mine train there is. You've got more. Silver Dollar City's got more quality. Um... Also, Mystic River Falls is better than any flat or water ride that you guys have. I love Drop Line. Sorry. Okay, there's more bias. Yeah, I, I'm sorry, but I'm going to take the Rockwork-filled elevator lift amazing raft ride that is longer than 20 seconds That's over the standard drop down. Tower. You have lightning rod in your own park. I'm aware. Okay, so then let's not I make... I to kill anyone. Let's not make the maintenance argument here. Uh, I'm sure it's gotten pretty close with how often they've set on fire, or you know. Uh, that uh, only happened but, one time. Mm, well, I'm surprised nobody died on it yet. But yeah, so Silver Dollar City wins, and I'm gonna be honest, pretty handily in my eyes. Dollywood is still in my top three parks, but nothing touches Silver Dollar City right now for me. It, like like I said, Dollywood's atmosphere was amazing. And it still is amazing, but I went to Silver Dollar City, and now it does not feel the same at all whenever I go back to Dollywood. The it other, is not on SDC's The level. other thing about Dollywood is that it's not just one land. It's 
a bunch of different things, and so you get. I'd take the one land over all the different and things any day. There's, there's pros and cons to that, but when it comes down to it, at the end of the day, what are the for cons? me, what are the cons? What? What are the cons? To what? Of it being one land. It gets kind of boring because everything looks the same, and I get lost. Craftsman's Valley is the best, though, isn't it? It is, but I also like that it's not the entire park because I get diversity. What? You like baking in the sun at points? Uh, I have cool mystery mine building. Ride sucks. Cool building. You waste your time sitting in there when you can marathon time traveler? You could sit in the air conditioning and then drop out of a station? Also, here's a very valid point that Chris doesn't, he doesn't even have to agree with at all. Tilligarg City is an awful park to photograph and Dollywood is actually not awful to photograph. Well, normal people don't care about those. Normal people don't care. I care about that, so... Okay, so, well, that didn't help your argument much. But I mean, it did, because... Maybe to the two other people that take pictures. <laughs> Again, I said you're dead. this won't affect you at all, but it affects how yeah, I that's, feel a park. That's perfectly fine. You can take the same angles at your home park over and over again. I Look, we, you can make the argument all you want, but in my eyes, it's not that close. So it, S, SDC is a level above Dollywood. Just the way it is. More well-rounded collection. You have one or two more coasters, but I'd take the top two at Silver Dollar City over the top one, and you can try to argue two all you want at Dollywood. The atmosphere is better. The shade is better. There's nothing Dollywood beats it at, really. Cinnamon bread. They both have it. But ours is better. It's the same. No, it's not. There's also, our train is better. Does yours have show scenes? It did. <laughs> does it anymore? It does. Where? Well, the person running the train is always entertaining. No. I'd prefer not to have the whistle beat my eardrums in. See, that's... Yeah, no, that's a that's a you problem. I love being the Just like photography. So... I, our train is amazing, and also the history behind our train is amazing, and the history behind our park. You can go read his paper instead of him ramble for two hours about it, but you can make arguments for either train because one of them is genuine or whatever. The other one has show scenes and is, you know, a, a cool thing. Also, you get angles of Outlaw Run if you wanted to complain about photography. So, yeah. Yeah, it's like, you know, one angle of Outlaw Run, and mm-hmm. the timing on it never works out. Sounds like a you problem. Anyway, as you can hear, we're not going to come to an agreement on this one because I mean, it's he a home admitted. park bias versus a park in Branson, Missouri. <laughs> hey, man, the home park bias is the only reason why you have it above. I, I think, I mean, I literally just said he's saying that Silver Dollar City is better, but he won't admit it, and you agreed. So there I you go. Mean, he even said Silver Dollar City is better himself. I did not say that. You admitted it. When? I said, he says that Silver Dollar City... I didn't admit that. We I can just, run this back, but... I didn't say hold anything. Hold on. You I asked just... me and you didn't let me finish my answer. Mm-hmm. I said, what he's saying is, Silver Dollar City is better, but he will not admit it. And you said, yes. Hmm. Did I say that? I probably did say that. Do I want to admit that I said that? Probably not. So, again, home park. I think someone lost. I love it. Yeah, that's cool. Love your home park all you want. But when it comes to park battle, Silver Dollar City is the dominant park. 
Well, he said it himself. Fine, we'll give Silver Dollar City the win just so you there get, we go. Be happy. But I mean, you said I still it before. love Dollywood, and it is. I always, love Dollywood too. You know, it's home. Yep. So Dollywood is great. Well, there's Park Battles. Taylor, we did your job for you. Yeah. <laughs> you guys don't have to ask him anymore. He just has us to do it now. Can you imagine if we actually made YouTube videos of this? I don't think he'd be too happy about it. Probably not. So, with that being said, join the Discord. Join Patreon if you feel so inclined. Allison's very appreciative of it. Buy Allison's book because we love it. And I love it. Chris hasn't read it yet, but I love it. I'll read it. And it's an amazing book, and you should definitely read it. And, of course, stay tuned for next week's Cedar Point, Kings Island, Dollywood, and Carolyn's Trip Reports with Brian. Yeah, and I figure we should say this now. The next week is when I'll be in California, so we will be taking another week off. Sorry. But I, I literally, the time zones, it will not work out. We can't do it. Yeah, I'm not staying up like till 2 a.m. to record the podcast. Love y'all, not that much. Mm-hmm. So we'll have part three next week. Like, part four when we return. I, almost, I guess we could almost say these are part five, four and five because, you know. It's like three and a half and four and a half. Yeah. So... Anyway, with that being said, thank you all for listening, and we will see you next week. Thanks for listening to the Twisted Travelers Podcast.